Welcome to the Gamer Agenda Podcast, where our agenda is to be gay and play games. I'm Spider Star You, a sassy gamer from New York who keeps things real and keeps it 100. And I'm Dreddians, a gay ass artist and professional primate pal. This is episode two of the podcast, and today's subject is a bit of a group project. We reached out and we made a survey asking bisexuals about their experience being bi. Because there's been a troubling trend of bi erasure and negative stereotypes about being bi. You know, people, people's bisexuality being invalidated because of stereotypes or assumptions and whatnot. Um, and this is coming from both, like, cishet people... That is, that is people who are straight and identify as their chosen gender, so they're not gay or lesbian or bi or trans or whatever. Um, but it's also coming from other queer people, too. Um, so as representatives of the L and the G, we wanted to hear the B spill the T. Yeah. <laughs> and we're really excited to do this because, like, you know, we want to, we want to do all sorts of queer topics on our podcast. So doing this one, uh, hearing bisexual people's tell talk about their experiences, you know, talk about what they want uh, other people to understand. Allies who are uh, straight allies, gay allies, all types of allies. Hearing their perspective, I think, is very important. So I'm really thankful to everyone who filled out the form. Thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate it a lot. Yeah, we we were. Um, I'm going to use a little bit of outdated lingo here. We were gobsmacked. <laughs> you hear that? Gobsmacked. We were so surprised. I'm, I'm busting out the dictionary. We, we weren't expecting this much of a response. Like, cause we're still a small podcast. This is only our second episode. We like just started doing this this month. Um, so we were expecting like, I don't know, maybe like 10, 20 answers, but no, we got almost a hundred. Yeah. We we couldn't be we couldn't be more thankful. Like like almost a hundred individual bisexual people all giving their responses, all helping us to uh, understand their experience better and and spread their experience out. Because again, you know neither of us are bi. I'm I'm we're both gay, so we think it's very important that we instead of just you know saying oh well I think well we think. Uh, you know, we get these actual, like, bisexual people's, um, ideas, and, you know, we're basically sort of, like, just putting them out there, you know, we're the megaphone that you speak out to, and we share what you have told us, and it, it also, you know, it helps us better understand our fellow bisexual people, too, because, you know, even though we're queer we are, nobody's perfect, you know, even if you, even, you could be, like, the nicest person imaginable, you could, you still can say something that could be, like, biphobic or queerphobic in general, and you don't, Mm -hmm. you don't mean it, but, you know, you know, sometimes you just don't know, so I think it's important to be willing to listen to other people and kind of, sort of, like, conform, that's not the right word I'm looking for, like, kind of mold your mind, like, be more, be like a sponge, you know, be, be able to take in people's, like, ideas, 
and just better, I think it makes you a better person, you know, if you listen, you hear people out, and you don't assume that you know everything just because you're gay yourself or whatever, yeah. I, I think that's the sort of mindset that we need to uh, take in order to be better people to each other and just better people in general. Yeah, and also to understand that, like, everyone goes through different experiences, like, people can go through totally different things than you, and, like, we're, like, we're, for example, a lot of us are me and, me and Dredians, for example, we're both gay, but, like, our experiences will be different than a bisexual experience. And even then, it could be... All, it's also based on where you're from. Like, that's a big thing, too. Like, where you grow up. that That's a big thing that could affect how you're treated as well. So it's mainly just about hearing different perspectives, like, different experiences. And that's what is going to uh, give us all the knowledge that we need, truthfully. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, going back to, you know, not being perfect, you guys definitely let us know... That we were missing a couple things on our survey, and we apologize for that. And we'll go into more detail on that later. But again, that's really why we appreciate hearing your voices because when you when you make a survey, you're kind of uh, you know you're trying to generalize it. You're trying to make it as like simple and informative, I guess, as possible. Uh, you know, you don't want to have like of 50 different like multiple choice answers you want to do like you know what are like the most common you know, we do like the most common ones and then maybe like other for everything else but you spend so long thinking like what should i write down what are like the, the general responses that you end up like missing some obvious things and some obvious things go right under your nose um so yeah that definitely happened here uh and again go more into detail in that <clears throat> we'll go more into detail Jesus. <laughs> Tongue tied. <laughs> we'll go, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. But again, really appreciate your honest opinions. Again, that's how we learn. That's how we better understand each other. And so I think now uh, we're just, before we go into our, our, uh, some, we have some uh, uh, individual responses that we want to like highlight and talk about. Obviously, oh, yeah. we can't go through all of them because there's like 90 of them. But yeah, we'll share some. We'll share some highlights that we liked. Um, do a little discussion. Um, I think to start off, uh, we're gonna share some like statistics. Yes, yes because yes, yes. Uh, yeah, because uh, the, we did this on Google Forms, and Google Forms very kindly. Um, it will, like, slap all your data onto a pie chart, onto, onto a graph, whatever. It'll show you, like, the trends and most common answers. And, you know, that, that uh, gets rid of a lot of work that I have to do. <laughs> I used to be a real math whiz in high school, but I don't think I've done any math since, like, my freshman year of college. So I don't even know, I don't even think I could do 2 plus 2 anymore, let alone a pie chart. Anyways... All right, so we'll share some. We'll share the questions that we put on our survey and the uh, general trends. Okay, so all right, sharing some trends. Uh, first question, pretty simple: What gender do you identify as? And we had uh, four responses, uh, or four answers rather: uh, male, female, non-binary, other slash prefer not to say. Uh, this is one that I definitely had to like trim down because I mean. Gender is so, there's so many different genders. There are not two genders, you know, grow up. That's, you know, that's something you learn in like fourth grade uh, science class. That's not the truth. There are 
infinite numbers of identities that people can take. But again, when you're making a survey, you kind of have to make it simple. Um, so we just left it as those four. Most common, the most common answer we got was non-binary with wow. 36.7%. So over a third of you that over, so we got about 90 people. So that's like 33. Yeah. 33. Yeah. 33 ish. Yeah. Uh, Most of you who answer this are non-binary and we just think that's really neat because um, stereotypes today, uh, they'll make you, they'll make you believe that, oh, everyone's trans and non-binary these days. They're making it up. It's a new fad. It's not. It, it's not it just more more people are becoming comfortable uh you know the the young people of today us included and people younger than us they're you know they're more encouraged to experiment with their gender identity it is more common but that's not just because it's just something that people made up it's just you know more people are willing to be true to themselves and identify as a as non-binary or a just you know, non-male, non-female gender. They could, you know, go by they, them, or she, they, he, they, whatever. Um, but anyways, yeah, thought it was really cool that a lot of people who answered this were non-binary, very closely followed by male, and then female, and then other. Next up, we asked, what's your current age? We got a really big spectrum for this, like, shockingly wide. Yes. Most people most people were around 25 to 30. That's about what we expected. Um, but we got one person who's 14. What the heck? So, sorry to that 14-year-old. We we appreciate your answer, but this is a explicit podcast, so you're probably not going to be able to hear this, but we but we didn't we, none of the questions are particularly 18 plus. We left it open to everyone. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I just think it's kind of ironic that you know we're like an 18 plus podcast and we got under 18 people. I know it was here, that was shocking. I, yeah, yeah, I was not expecting I was not expecting like young people to answer this. And on the other end, the oldest answer we got was from someone who is who is 55, which wow, awesome! Like like you go, man! Like again. People like to assume that being queer in general is just something that's hip with the kids. It's it's what's cool. It's like, nah, man, we've been around, like, ages. We've been around just as long as you since Adam and Eve, yo, yo, Adam and Steve. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyways, it's cool to see such a wide variety of ages here because I think every person's opinion counts just as much like it doesn't matter if you're 14 or you're 55 you're still bisexual your your bisexual experience matters just as much and like spider pointed out earlier uh where you grew up and when you grew up i think plays a lot into your bisexual experience which i am kicking myself i'm fucking kicking myself i never added a question to say where you're from yeah i'm just like oh my god i should have put that in i'm I'm gonna assume most people are probably from the u.s but i don't know we could have gotten something know. different this could have been a wide worldwide bisexuals <laughs> yeah i know i feel so dumb for not putting that in there but if we ever do something like this again definitely definitely gonna put location there um anyways moving on next question uh, is what age did you realize you were bisexual? Approximately, I mean, 
I mean, I can't really recall when I first, like, I, I mentioned in our episode zero, like, I was kind of, a, I was like a, in, like, middle school, high school when I first started realizing I was gay, but I can't really remember my exact age. So we did, like, ranges, you know, five or younger, six to ten, eleven to fifteen, sixteen to twenty, twenty-one to twenty-five, twenty-six or older. Uh, most popular result was eleven to fifteen with thirty-eight point nine percent of the answer. So most of y'all most of y'all were teens when you realized you were bisexual about what we expected. Next question, uh how would you describe your bisexuality? And again, this is one that could be interpreted in a multitude of ways, um, but was kind of simplified for the sake of a, a quick and easy survey. We had uh, mostly attracted to men, mostly attracted to women about equal attraction to men or women, and then we left an open slot, so if you had something else to say, uh, you could add that in too. Uh, Most people said about equal attraction to men and women, and then we got a whole bunch of different answers describing, uh, like, men, women, and other genders, kind of depends on where my gender is, Uh, I'm attracted to anyone that fits my type, uh, someone described themselves as a bicycle. That's, that's great. I love that. <laughs> um, mostly attracted to gender nonconformity, uh, GNC. Um, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, T for T, you know, trans person looking for other trans people. Feels weird putting boundaries on it. Absolutely agree. Again, kind of shackled by the simplicity of the survey, but yeah. Men and non-binary people, it's complicated, fluctuating, mask presentation in all genders. You've got a whole, like, melting pot of different answers. And that just kind of goes to show the range that bisexuality has. It is not as simple as saying, oh, I like boys and girls. That's just kind of like the baby way, the, you know, baby's first, uh, uh, LGBT, uh, <laughs> What do they call it in school when you, like, when you have the class that's, like, uh, uh, it, whatever, um, <laughs> uh, the, the attraction to just both men and women, that is, like, the simplest way that you could put it, but it's way more complicated than that, and, um, it's very nice to see the differing amount of responses to this. Next question, on a scale from 1 to 5, how would you describe your experience being bisexual? 1 being easy, uh, you, you, you have, uh, it's, it's pretty easy for you most of the time. 5 being hard. Uh, most people answered 3, kind of leaning more towards the easy-ish side, more 1, 2, 3s than 3, 4, 5s. But again, obviously, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of fruitless to describe anyone's life as easy. Because yes. everyone has their hard days. But, but yeah. Um, all right. Next two questions are kind of the same, but they're a little bit different. Has your bisexuality ever been questioned because you were in a relationship slash had sex with someone of the opposite sex and then someone of the same sex? So this is the sort of thing where there's a, there's a thing that happens with bisexual people. And you do not need to be bi to have seen it yourself. I've definitely seen it. Yes. Say, okay, so say there's, like, a bi woman. If she's in a... uh, Honestly, you know what? No, let's make it a bi man. Because I see this happen to men more than women. uh, Or male-presenting people, I should say. Say you're a bi man, 
and you're in a relationship with uh, another man. So you're you're a dude and a dude. Some people will just be like, oh yeah, you're a bi guy in a relationship with a, a, a gay dude or a bi dude or whatever. Other people will say, nah, you're just gay because you're just two dudes. Yeah. And then say you take this same bi guy and you partner him up with a woman, a bi woman, a straight woman, whatever. Some people will say, yeah, you're a bi guy dating a woman. Other people will say, you're you're not bi, you're straight. And and this is uh this is kind of the trend that we're seeing here. A lot of people are saying they had their bisexuality questioned for being in a relationship with someone of the opposite sex. So a man with a woman, a woman with a man. Uh, less people, a, a good chunk of people still said yes for same sex, but more people said no. We're, we're seeing about 41% no's for same sex, and then 48% yeses for, for opposite sex. That's almost half. Almost half the people um, who answered this said that they received, like, some sort of nasty commentary or, or people saying that they weren't really bi because they were in a quote-unquote heterosexual relationship. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, we had an option for I haven't had a relationship slash had sex because we don't we don't trash virgins here. We, you know, we don't care. We, we don't judge. So this is another question that I missed a very obvious answer here. And again, I'm kicking myself because this one's going to be very funny to talk about. People have pointed out in the comments section, I forgot to include a relationship with a non-binary person. So someone who doesn't identify as a man or a woman exclusively, they could be like sometimes male or never male or whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, are you serious? Because (laughs) get this, my own fucking partner's (laughs) non-binary. Like, how did I forget? (laughs) My... My own goddamn partner is a non-binary bi person, or currently bi. You know, they're they're kind of they're kind of you know questioning, and that's fine too. Um, I just can't believe that I just forgot that entirely. Again, survey mindset. I would I missed a completely obvious answer. Uh, anyways, thank you again to the people who pointed that out. I feel so stupid, but again, but um, uh, ignoring that, we do see. That a lot of people tend to receive more hate when they are in a straight, and again, that's in air quotes, straight relationship. You have, this is something I definitely see, like, other gay people uh, doing, where it's like, you're not really LGBT, you're in a straight relationship. It's like, "Uh uh-uh, they're bi, bi. like, doesn't matter who they're dating, like, they're still bi. Hmm, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And it just frustrates me to no end to see our own people doing doing each other dirty. Yeah, and I, I want to just add real quick to that is that while we can acknowledge that for people who for people who might be in heterosexual relationships, while we can acknowledge that there is privilege to that, just like with d- different things, there's always going to be some privilege, right? That may be a privilege that does not give gay people the right to harass those people just because they have some privilege, right? You don't mm-hmm. harass them and say, like, oh, well, you're not one of us because, you know, you you don't get treated like we do. No, we can acknowledge that there is a privilege to people who are presumably in heterosexual relationships. So that, as in, like, to the stra- outside straight world, they will not clock that they're a queer couple. And they'll just be like, oh, man, woman, okay, yeah, yeah, was, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a heterosexual relationship. While 
We can acknowledge that while also acknowledging that you don't have a right to treat a bi person or a bi couple badly just because that uh, just because of that, right? So you don't have the right to treat them badly because they may have a privilege or whatever. You still treat them like LGBTQ people. You treat them like family, right? You don't treat them badly or you don't throw them to the wolves. 100%. Just because they have privilege doesn't invalidate the fact that they are queer people. Yes. And you can you can stretch that out to any sort of identity if they have like white privilege, if they have uh religious privilege or whatever like it does not you, um it kind of uh, all right it's not really re not really related to bisexuality but it reminds me of how people were uh trashing on Caitlyn Jenner because you know she's conservative and you know people yeah. were, were just like oh you know, a, a trans conservative like how's that possible a lot of people like misgendering her and whatever and it's like you you can't do that just because someone's an asshole. Like just because someone's yeah. an asshole doesn't mean you have to like invalidate their their humanity. Like that's. I just want to say real quick, and we can disagree with people like Caitlyn Jenner without doing that, without misgendering them, or without you know treating them badly. Like their humanity still matters. Like I don't agree with with queer conservatives, but you know they exist because guess what. Queer people are not a monolith. Mm -mm. Bisexual people, not a monolith. Mm -mm. Trans people, not a monolith. Mm -mm. Gay people, lesbians, mm -mm. none of them are monoliths, right? So they all will have different opinions and different takes. And you have to be understanding of that. Yes, and that's exactly one of the reasons why we made this uh, survey. Because yeah. we, we want to, while a lot of our answers follow a trend and have similar wording, there, there are n there's no answer not a single answer in all the 90 people who've answered this that is worded exactly the same. Like, like no word-for-word -word copied answers. They might be saying the same thing, but they're all said differently. And that's just kind of, that just kind of goes to show you that, like, even if bi people are mainly suffering from the same prejudices and stereotypes, their opinions on it, their way of phrasing it is different. And, and speaking of which, let's, let's move on to stereotypes. Um... Yeah. The next question here is, uh, what are some harmful stereotypes you've encountered regarding bisexuality? Um, and that could be from either your pers own personal experience in real life, on TV, in video games, because we are a gaming podcast, and there are definitely games that have bi characters in it that may or may not present them as great as we would like them to. So I think for this one, uh, this is the part where we're going to s share some specific responses um, and, uh, Spider, if you want to go ahead and, and share some that you liked, because, uh, I don't want to be taking your airtime here. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're not. You're not. You're definitely not, right? You're, you're better at handling, uh, the, the, the statistics and things like that. Yes. Okay. So there was this one response that I literally, when I, I had to go share it with Dreadians, because when I saw it, I was on the floor. I'm like, oh man, so relatable. I may not be yeah, bisexual, but, but he, this, was, this was great. So let me read it. Okay, I'm going to read his whole entire response. I, I quote. Um, wait, I, I, wrote, I wrote that his name. Okay, his name is Fritz. Fritz. Thank you so much for sending in Fritz. I like that name. Okay, this is what he said. I quote. The stereotype you're not actually bisexual because you're in a relationship with a man or a woman. You're either actually straight or actually gay. I've been in a long and happy relationship with my girlfriend for over six years. And I'm still bi. I still like dude butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Fritz. Same. Same. 
Oh. Oh, I love that. I love that. When he, when, I, when I was reading that, I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, the way he said it, I still like dude butt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like I like dude butt too, Fritz. I mean. It don't matter who you're dating. It don't matter who you're dating. That's that you are who you are. So I, I love that made me laugh so much. Thank you so much for that, Fritz. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm lesbian and even I can, even I can appreciate a dude, but every now and then, does that make me oh. any less lesbian? No, no. And look, me, Dreddians knows every time we're going out playing Pokemon Go during community days, I'm always pointing out dude, but to her. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, sometimes, you know, these dudes, they got muscular butts, you know, I can appreciate it. I can respect nice. it. Nice. I like um, that. Oh, I just want to read the rest of his comment. I want to read the rest of his comment. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. And then he said this, uh, I quote, There's another stereotype about bisexuals that one gender will never be enough. You'll always crave the other and eventually cheat to get it. I like both vanilla and chocolate ice cream. When I'm eating a bowl of vanilla ice cream, I don't stop eating vanilla halfway and run to get chocolate to satisfy my desire. I enjoy both. So whenever I have one, I am more than satisfied with that. I feel no inclination to rush and get something else. Same with me in relation to both sexes. I thought that was a perfect, I thought it was a great response. Right, that's great. Explained bisexuality perfectly. Like, they're not literally having like in a relationship with one or like having sex with one with with you know one particular person and then being like, you know what, I gotta go get something else. No, we gotta stop. I gotta go get something else. That's not like that. It's not like that for bisexual people. And people always point out that bisexual people, like you know, if they're in a relationship, with, if they have a relationship with a girl, you know, they're gonna secretly want to go be with a man. Like, no, that's not true. Like, they're fine and content in their relationship with whoever they're with. You know? Like, I'm, I'm glad that we got that response. Yeah, thank you again, Fritz. Beautifully worded. Um, and, yeah, this is what Fritz basically said. Uh, you, this is the, that is probably what we've gotten the most for this response. A lot of people have mentioned, like, you know, uh, uh, cheating, being slutty, uh, uh, greedy, promiscuous. Yeah, promiscuous, promiscuous girl. <laughs> Doing it for attention. Uh, yeah, cheater, cheater, cheater. A lot of mention of cheating. Uh, uh, being objectified, sexualized. Here's another one that we see a lot: by people being transphobic because of their their gender, uh, the ge- the the gender of the people they prefer. So there's this sort of uh, there's this sort of kind of uh, misconception, I guess you'd call it, because there there is there's bisexuality and there's pansexuality. Pansexuality, I believe, I'm not an expert, and again, it's a, a, these sorts of labels are. They're different for everyone. My definition of it is, like, the attraction to multiple genders. Honestly, nowadays, like, bi and pansexual, they're pretty much the same thing. They're just different labels. Some people prefer to call themselves pan. Some people prefer to call themselves bi. Doesn't matter. You know, uh, no hate to them. Um, But there's this sort of, like, stupid debate that goes on. It's like, oh, bi means two, so you've only got to like two. Yeah, tell that to people who get confused between um, over what biannual means. Is it twice a year? Is it every two years? Like, people can't even get that right. So it's like, who cares what it means? Uh, yeah, anyways, there's, yeah, there's this kind of harmful misconception that um, 
pansexuality, uh, you know, it's different from bi because it includes trans people and non-binary people. It's like, not true. No, no, no. That's very... Bi people are not transphobes. They're not MB-phobes. And a lot of... And, and if you want proof, a lot of these bi people have said the same thing that it's like, you know, I like non-binary people. Stop assuming that I'm... I'm I'm ambiphobic or transphobic or that I can only ever like 100% men or 100% women. Uh, or some people are saying, it's not 50-50. Uh, or it's, you know, we're not whores, we're not greedy. No, just pick one. People talk about, like, threesomes. Uh, by you know, by people are invading, like, gay and lesbian spaces. Uh, they can choose to be straight. Uh, there's so many here. Like, uh, <laughs> here's one that's really specific. The, uh, this one says, Real tired of the hot, skinny white girl with long brown hair who's only bisexual when it's sexy and or funny TV character that started showing up in the mid to late 2000s. I mean, I guess representation had to start somewhere, but it still feels like that's all we've ever got. And it's like, mm. damn, so true. There's so many bi characters in TV and movies and and video games where, like, yeah, they're like the sexy flirty character, so they're bi. Like that, you know, they're only bi when it's supposed to be sexy or when it's supposed to be funny. It's like there's like a lot of joke where it's like, ooh, I'm bi, and and you know, it usually comes from. Okay, so there's like two kinds. There's two kinds of jokes that I see happen with that, where you would get like the surprise bisexual reveal. It's usually like you you see like a man that you think is straight and he kisses another man. It's like ooh whoa, and then it, you know it, it's kind of meant to be. It's usually kind of more funny with guys and more sexy mm-hmm. with girls because it's like ooh yeah she's a lesbian. Yeah. And I could, you know, I could go way more into, like, the sexualization of bi and lesbian women, but that's its own, that's a whole other can of beans right there. I just want to add one thing that's unfortunate that bisexual, I think we, we have some answers that kind of allude to this, based on all the answers we've got, that also kind of allude to how, like, bisexual women kind of are reduced to, like, a straight man's attraction. So it's like, ooh, you're a bisexual lady, so that means that me and you can have a threesome with another woman. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, just because someone's bisexual does not mean they want to have a threesome, right? So, we, like, we can't make these assumptions that, oh, you're bisexual, so you're going to want both at all times. No, that's not the case at all. You know, and also, some some people could want to be in a relationship with multiple people or want to uh, be in an open relationship or whatever the case might be. That might be some people, but that has nothing to do with them being bisexual, right? Don't yeah. assume bisexual means... Which I just want to add, I just want to make it clear. There's nothing wrong with being promiscuous. There's nothing wrong with, you know, th- that that's just, you know, there's nothing wrong with that inherently at all. But yeah. don't assume that because someone's bisexual that they are promiscuous and that they're going to want to be with multiple people. And then they're going to want to, they want to do your, your fantasy where it's like you, a straight dude with a, a bisexual woman and then another, another woman, you know, that that's not how everyone operates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Porn, porn logic does not apply to the real world people. Um, yes. What, what, did, what did you say, Spider? What are, what are gay people not? Gay people are not a monolith. Lesbian people? Not a monolith. Bi people? Not a monolith. Queer people? Not a monolith! Exactly. So, you could be, you could be promiscuous, you could be in a poly, a poly relationship, an open relationship, you could be into that stuff. 
Yes. But even those people are offended thinking that, you know, some random dude comes up to them. You know, those people, you know, you could be a slut and, and sorry to put it in such crude terms, but you could be <laughs> a slut and still have a sense of what consent is. Like, just because you're, you know, you love having sex doesn't mean you're going to have sex with everybody. You know, some people get mad creepy. Yeah. And you have every right to say no, even if you're really into having sex. Um, And so it's even more frustrating for the people who are like on the asexual spectrum or just not interested in sex in general to be so heavily sexualized and objectified just because they're bisexual. Yeah. Um, Oh, here's another one that just broke my broke my heart. This one says the fact that bisexual men are only ever seen as spicy or straight men makes me scared to express any attraction to women. I present as a gay man and use those terms because it's safer and easier. I'm F to M, that means female to male, so a trans person, uh, they're trans male, and scared of being accused of horrible things for being a man attracted to women and also being fetishized as a wifey, ooh, small boy who's safe and not evil because I'm bi and trans. So this person here is talking about a stereotype where, um... This is kind of mixing, this is kind of mixing, like, trans issues into it, too. Uh, trans mask people, trans men, there is, um, there's a, this thing where people lump them in with cis men, where it's like, oh, you're, you're misogynist, you don't want to hurt women, you hate women, and some really nasty people have the nerve to assume that they identify as male now, because, like, oh, you hate, you hate women so much, you hate your vagina, you hate your, you, yeah, and it's like, dude, first off, uh, you know, Attaching femininity and being a woman to your body parts, uh-uh, that's, no, 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 don't do that. And second of all, just, like, who in the fuck are you, like, to judge someone's identity? Like, you know, like yes, some people are dysphoric, they don't like their bodies, they don't like specific body parts, and part of sometimes part of their transition involves getting rid of those body parts, but it, again, not a monolith. You can't assume one thing is true for every single person. So I really feel bad for this person here who's saying that he's he's afraid of being a bi man attracted to women because people might accuse him of being like a creepy straight guy or something like that, if I'm reading this correctly. Um, right. And then he's also saying that... Um, other people are because he's a trans man. Other people are fetishizing him as being like uh, uh, a kind of a wife material, you know, like a femboy sort of thing. Like you know, ooh, he's so soft and sexy and breedable, and it's like, ugh, again, porn logic not applicable to real life people. Yeah, so oh, gross, yeah. so gross. The trends I'm seeing here, so gross. So many people. I, I again I, I thank you all for I know this isn't easy to talk about, but I yes. appreciate your opinions so much. But yeah, uh a lot of these similar things being sexualized by people or sluts, the straight to gay trope where uh people just like use kinda use bisexuality as a sort of like uh what you call it, like you kinda like a segue, you know, they there's a one character goes from straight to gay without even like yeah, it's kind of like a cheap way in TV and all to just avoid having a bi character where yeah. when you had the you had all the tools right there. Uh, yeah, confused, just a face, cheating, cheating, cheating. So many mentions of cheating. 
I want to mention one comment from our friend, uh, Dark Boo. Oh, yes, Dark Boo. Yes, thank you, Hunty. Yes. Okay, Dark Boo said this, and I quote, um, for the harmful stereotypes and whatnot. He said, now people look at me and auto-assume gay. They don't even consider bisexual. And ironically, he, I've had more relationships with women than men. I've been called gay slurs a couple times, but this was when I was in middle slash high school. And I think that's very interesting. It's a very important point to mention because Dark Boo, you know, is very, you know, very feminine, very feminine sounding, very feminine. Very bodacious. Very bodacious. Boodacious. Boodacious. Boodacious, right? And so, but, and you know what's crazy? Like, people will just automatically assume those things just because he sounds feminine. So it's like, oh, feminine, gay, that's it. When, no, you can Mm -hmm. be feminine and be bi, right? Being feminine has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, you still like women. And, for example, for Boo's case, he's been with more women than men. Even though Boo's more attracted to men than women, right, he's been in more hetero relationships. He's been in relationships with women. So, you know, I just think that's an important quote to mention because it's like it's just crazy how people will just assume just because you act a certain way you have to be this way and that's that's insulting to gay men too because just because you're a gay man doesn't mean you're feminine doesn't mean that you're mad you could be anything and be whichever right so don't assume that oh just because someone's feminine you know they can't possibly be bi they just have to totally be like this total gay guy no they're bi as well Hmm. yeah um yeah, there's a whole bunch of responses for this, and they all pretty much just loop back around <laughs> to the same thing. And definitely, I agree with all of these that I've seen. I've seen a lot of these, um, and it's good to hear people talking about them. Uh, next question is semi-related. Uh, if you've ever been discriminated for being bisexual, who were you receiving discrimination from? 75% people, uh, 75% of people, I, I believe this is a, a multiple choice, you could select multiple options, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, so yeah, you could you could click multiple answers. Um, 75% of people said they were receiving uh, discrimination from straight people, but 50% said they were receiving discrimination from gay and lesbian people. Wow. And then... 12% said from other bisexual people, so even even other bi people will judge will judge bi people. Like, I don't know, they might be like, oh, yo, uh, again, the whole, like, oh, you're not really bi, you're just straight or gay or whatever. And then we had an option for, like, other, prefer not to say. Uh, again, I probably should have added an option for no, because some people, they haven't faced discrimination. It happens. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, again, not very surprised to see this trend here, but it is definitely sort of a wake-up call to see how many people also selected gay lesbian people as a choice, too. It's like, we're not immune just because we're also LGBT. Like, we can be just as, we can be just as terrible. Um, that reminds me, I actually do have, I have another, I have a friend, uh, who wishes to remain anonymous, who they they did not fill out the did not fill out the survey because they felt like they wouldn't really be able to I forgot what they said they said they wouldn't be able to answer it properly or something like that um but uh they did add they did add uh they did message me saying that they could add what they said to the to the podcast and they said if you want bisexuality slash pansexuality anecdotes 
I remember some dweeby gay guy got weird at me for saying I'm bi, but would easily see myself with a man. He said, I thought you'd rather want a wife and settle and have a family. Genuinely wanted to bitch slap him, not gonna lie. So, there you go. There's an example of another gay, of a gay person being rude to a bi person, sort of just assuming what they like. Similarly what to what happened with our friend Dark Boo. Yeah. Just because someone, like, acts straight or acts gay, like, it immediately invalidates their own gender preferences. Or, you know, if they dated more women, it means they're more straight than, than gay. And, and a lot of people seem to treat bisexuality as like a teeter-totter between straight and gay when not. Mm. It's its own whole entire thing. And so is pansexuality. Like, again, those two fields, they can overlap or they can also be different. Um, it's just sort of like a tiny piece of this giant picture infinite sprawling space of the possibilities of queerness um and again this is why i really like using the word queer um some people call it a slur um i like to i like it as a sort of catch-all for all these different identities gender identities, sexual identities what have you you know you could be bisexual you could be pansexual your level of attraction you know you could be a by person who prefers women or prefers men or prefers non-binary people. Y'all are queer. We can all share the same queer umbrella and and be this joint family that hears each other out. Yes, but also I just want to add, uh, it depends how you use queer. Because some people don't like it being used in a way like, for example, if you're using it in a way like, look, as us as queer people, or if you say like, look, you as a queer person, that's fine. That's fine for most people. But what some people don't like is when it's used kind of like in a kind of accusatory way where it's like, oh, you queer. Like, oh, you're being like something like that, especially coming from a non-queer person. Like, oh, you're being so queer right now. Like that is not positive at all. And people don't want that to be used them so it's important to respect that as well right that's a great point too thank you for adding that yeah yeah we've got uh yeah so our last question here is um what do you think people could do better to understand bisexuality and be better allies and (laughs) again another trend with these answers here uh is basically just shut up and listen to us yes Uh, yeah, uh, stop talking over us or of our own experiences. Believe we love who we say we love. Stop calling us liars. Understand that, uh, LGBT suffering and trauma do not look the same, but we're still all comrades and allies. Um, understand it's not switching between gay and straight. Understand that bisexuality has always included everyone, despite labels. I'm not a fetish. Don't assume a single moment defines a lifetime. I really like that one. Yeah. Leave us alone and don't advise bisexuals what to do. Accept that love is love. Stop fucking pretending we don't exist or exist only to try and harm others or that our identities are somehow less valid because we experience a broader scope of attraction. Stop trying to fucking force pan down our throats is the correct term. I'm almost 40 and for my entire adult life, the term I knew and used was bi. Jesus Christ, I'm queer. I'm bi. Just let the bi's fucking live for a minute. We are also queer. We are part of the community. If someone throws a bile at me for holding my boyfriend's hand that didn't hurt me any less because I was dating a girl some other time, fuck. It's not some stolen queer valor, valor if someone hurls fag 
bite at me like I'm supposed to. Um, actually, sir, I'm just bi. So please punch me half as hard. It fucking hurts. We are your family, too. Stop fucking spitting on us. Beautifully said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just be fucking normal about it. Mind their own business. Uh, let people use whatever labels they find fitting. Keep an open mind. Calm the fuck down about labels. Uh, be open to learning about other people's experiences. Uh, except that e- maybe even though it's a phase for some people, it's permanent for others. And similarly, recognizing that even in cases where it does end up being a phase, the person going through it doesn't need to be mocked for it. Everyone has phases. We're all just humans trying to figure out things the best we can. Unlearn transphobic rhetoric and ideas. Another mind your own business. Uh, accept us. Listen to what bisexual people have to say. Understand that you can have more than one sexuality, and that includes being more than just bisexual. Bi lesbians and bi gay men are valid bisexual experiences. Um, oh yeah, and to add a little bit of context to that, um, bi lesbianism and uh, being a bi gay person is. It's a sort of like, I don't want to call it a subset because, again, labels and boxes are harmful. Um, but my, in my experience, um, as someone who may possibly even be uh, bi-lesbian herself, um, I see it as sort of like either sexually or romantically. In my case, it'd be sexually. I don't know what this person's, uh, even if they, if they are even bi-lesbian. Um, the way I see it is, you could have you can have like bisexual sexual attraction like you might be down to have sex with um someone of of any identity um but your main interest like romantically like you you know, what really makes you feel like passionate and attractive is still just like just women or just men if you're gay it, again it's a an example of like the beautiful types of expression that queer people can have and i feel like most of the confusion that we have with each other where it's like, oh, what's that? That's not a real thing. It, it's because we only have such limited language, even though the human the human language lexicon is gigantic. Uh, there's still sometimes there are words that fail to describe what you really feel deep inside. And I think that's another important thing that people need to recognize when dealing with any sort of person, really. Um, just let people call themselves what they want to be called. Don't be a dick and be like, oh, well, I never heard that before. It's not real. Um, anyways, this isn't about me. It's about the bi people. The bi people we asked. Uh, don't judge on looks. Don't ask weird sex questions. Just believe us. Uh, it's not a strange sexuality with a code to crack on how it works. Stop assuming their experience is the default. Another mind their own business. You know what I wish we would have asked? I wish we would have asked what do bisexual people feel about gay people who who might use bisexual as like a stepping stone. Like when mm. they come out, like they say like, oh, you know, I'm bi. Like don't 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 forget, like I'm bi. Like I'm not like I'm not into like just just dudes. Or like for example, for a gay dude who may just say, like, oh like I'm bi. Like I like women too. Like I'm not weird. I'm, I'm normal, right? But then eventually just come out fully as gay because that's what they are. They're just, they like just one gender. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, we could have done a lot of different things with some of these questions, but it's just, a, it's just a learning experience. Like we're going to, we're going to have more forms in the future and we'll be more aware of like, you know, maybe asking more questions and then to include uh, more people, of course. Um, 
So, you know, in the future, you'll get more of a expansive. And then, of course, where you're from. I wish we would have asked that. Yes. Oh, that's the question I regret the most. Oh. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. Here's another one. Here's another one that I just saw that I really like. Um, bisexuality is not always, I want to fuck everyone. A lot of time it's, I only ever date a man, but I'll jack off to anyone. Like, <laughs> true. I, I agree with that. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of my experience with like bi-lesbianism and all. I, oh. I just call myself a lesbian because that's the, that's the label I like most. But like, if I really had like a strong like physical bond with someone like if they were my friend and we really felt strongly about each other i wouldn't let their gender stop me from having an intimate moment it's i'm not gonna be like oh sorry you're a man i can't i can't love you it's really more complicated than that it, it, these are just like it, again it's about you know labels 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 i think there are two primary themes that are coming up in this podcast queer people are not a monolith and labels are limiting, but also, like, it's what we got. So people yeah. will, they're like Lego bricks. People will construct their Lego bricks differently. Uh, some people will have a bunch of Lego bricks. Some people just like having only two. Doesn't, they're still Lego bricks. Doesn't, you know, or, or, you know some people, you know, some people might use Duplo bricks. Or, or they might use connects. <laughs> but they're still, you know, they're still connecting toys, connecting connecting identities connecting labels that we attach to ourselves to our to our, our spirits right and you know um you know for for some people you know they're really just discovering who they are sometimes for some people a label to use now isn't the label to use later on mm-hmm. you know uh some people may identify as gay but then realize uh, later on that they are bi or that they are just gay or that maybe even it's your gender identity. Maybe you've realized later on you're trans. Like, for, you know, everyone goes through something different. And, you know, even if that's not your experience, it's important to, you know, just, you know, have an open ear for different experiences. Because, like, for me, look, I'm just a cis gay man. Like, I've never had any problems with my gender identity or anything like that. But it's important to listen to people who do have different experiences because, you know, how can we be a good ally if we're not listening, especially to our, our own people? You know, we should not be outcasting our own people uh, or be like, oh, I'm, I don't want to listen to it. It's just too complicated. You know, just try. You know, no one's saying you got to be perfect. We're not perfect. I think leave room for people not to be perfect, right? As long as they're trying and they're trying to go to the right way, that's the most important thing, really. But it's important to hear by people or hear, he'll hear people from different you know, perspectives, because that's how we learn. That's how we learn from each other. And we understand what people are going through. Precisely. And it's really just like enriching. Like it's, it's good brain food. It's good to, to hear other people out and, you know, maybe do a little bit of self-reflection and think like, huh, this person has a different life experience than me. And, you know, sometimes it really makes you think. And I think that's really the sort of that's kind of the gist of this entire survey. It really made us think. It's really nice to see these different responses and and different people's opinions, uh, and you know their their comments for us and and you know their their opinions on how they're a lot of these people their bisexuality p- plays into their gender identity too. A lot of people said that oh you know I'm I'm GNC or I'm non-binary so. And, uh, and my gender is fluctuating, so my attraction depends on my gender. 
or that some people are just like, I like anything. Uh, again, the age range too. The 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 one person here who I believe is Earthshaker, who uh, mentioned that you know. Uh, when I was growing up, the word was bi, like, we didn't have pansexuality yet, so stop, like, stop correcting people that it's the right one. Like, there's no, like, right label, because, you know, you'll, you'll see if you talk to queer people from just a generation back, like, queer people who grew up in the 80s or grew up in the 60s or the 70s, like, it was a whole different, whole different ballgame, like, different labels, different mm-hmm. ways of expressing themselves, and it doesn't make them any more wrong. I think it doesn't make them any... It doesn't make them... Or I should say, it doesn't make them any any less right. It doesn't make them wrong. Um, and it's a little bit frustrating to see younger queer people try to correct their elder queers and be like, oh, well, that's offensive. You can't call yourself that. That's, you know, that kind of shows that they don't really know their queer history. And you know what? That's what we're trying to do here on the yes. Gamer Agenda. We're the trying agenda. to... We're not professors, you know? We're not geniuses, but we like to think... If we could at least make you think a little bit, you know, we're doing our job here. The The goal here of our podcast, besides talking about video games, yeah. is to really make you widen, expand your mind, expand your mindset, be more open-minded to queer people's identities and experiences. So... Definitely in the future, we're going to do a lot more of these Google Forms because we love how much responses we got. We love the differing responses that we got. Um, and it's really just its really just a delight for the eyes and the mind to see all these different people uh, sharing, being one, and helping us better understand their lives and sort of convey that information to you, the audience. Yes. And I think I think that's about it. Uh, again, there's almost a hundred responses. So if we didn't mention uh, we didn't mention yours, um, uh, uh, we apologize. But we have we did read every single response. So nobody's getting left out. Um, we just have limited time here. Yes. All right. So we're kind of approaching the final parts of our podcast. So, you know, why don't we kind of give our final, like your final thoughts, final perspectives as, you know, non-bi gay people, queer people. I'll, I'll just say that I appreciate every single person who sent in, every single person who took the time to do the, the form. Thank you so much. Right. And we really appreciate everyone who just took the time to just kind of talk about their perspective because like like what Jodian said earlier you know it's not always easy to do that so we really appreciate like everyone sending in and you know we learned a lot we learned a lot and you know I remember there was one comment that was kind of like saying like oh you know well you know you guys should probably do some research on your own and whatnot or something along those lines like oh you know what are you doing this form for and the reason we're doing this form is to hear it from the source that's how people learn the most they learn it from the source I wanted I wanted to hear like what bisexual people feel about this? What do they feel about these stereotypes? What have they gone through? Like, it's so enriching. It's so important to hear. And because it's an experience that I don't go through. I'm not bisexual. I don't I don't go through those types of those types of things. So it's just very important to hear from their perspective. And, you know, learning comes in different ways. You know, we always got to be open to people learning. We cannot just be like, oh, I'm not going to help you out. Do it on your own. That's not going to help anyone learn, right? When we when we close ourselves up or just say like, oh, I'm not helping you. Well, 
you know, what is that? Like, we have to help each other. If we're not helping each other, what is it? You know, because we got to be understanding that the only way we can extend a hand to have people understand us is to have some patience sometimes. It's not easy all the time. I'm not saying it is. But just have some patience sometimes to, to answer those questions because that's how people learn. Right. I, I know from I, I can't speak for a bi experience, but I could speak for I could speak for a gay experience. You know, there's a lot of people who I could have just, you know, been mad at and be like, oh, what are you not understanding? But I show patience and I show constraint because I know at the end of the day, they don't mean any harm. And I'm not going to reach them by being, you know, just up in their face. Like, what's wrong with you? Just understand this. You know, that's not going to make anyone understand anything because we're human beings. When we get yelled at, when we get talked to a certain way. We're not going to learn, right? We're just going to shut off and be like, oh, screw you. I'm not going to listen to you. You know, that's why we got to have patience. We got to have restraint. Be like, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to try. And then for the people who are not trying to listen to us, then, okay, then we can be like, okay, whatever. Say whatever we want. We got to say. But we got to have that. We got to have our our arm extended to just have these people understand us because more people will be understanding than you think. You know, it's not always doom and gloom where no one will understand us. Everyone's going to just be hateful. You know, a lot of people are more willing to understand than you think so that's why that's just that's just kind of my perspective and just i wanted to say thank you everyone for sending in and just to always keep that in mind that to just you know you don't always got to be like upset and things like that you could just be you know extend a hand and, and show some grace yes yeah i i agree with that it's important to you are absolutely allowed to be angry and enraged but um some people you know they genuinely do not know and that's why I think something like this podcast is good because um, we try to take as like reasonable as an approach as we of, of and <clears throat> we take we <clears throat> we try to take as re- reasonable of an approach as we can to better help people to understand themselves and and others. Yes. All right. So that's the end of our podcast. We, we left a little section at the end of our survey if people wanted to share their names or, or uh, handles online. Um, absolutely not required. Most people stayed anonymous, and that's totally fine. But we want to take this time to give a shout-out to everyone who shared. So Why thank don't we alternate? You. Okay, uh, and, and uh, we apologize if we, if we pronounce anyone's names wrong. Um, thank you to Tutu. Thank you to H. Thank you to Daisy. Thank you to Rowan Gold. Thank you to Earthshaker. Thank you to M. Cruz. Thank you to Noir. Thank you to M. Rasmodius. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Thank you to Frankie. Thank you to Sora. Thank you to Jake. Thank you to Morgan. Thank you to Dark Boo. Boo, we love you, Boo Baby. Yes, Boo Boodacious. <laughs> Thank you to Frank. Thank you to Vincent W. Thank you to Corpu. Thank you to Charles. Thank you to Satellite Duster. Thank you to Hiki. Thank you to Seftis. Thank you to Rev. Thank you to Pepperoni. Thank you to M. Thank you to Weather Person. Thank you to Fritz. Hey, Fritz, dude butt, dude butt. (laughs) Thank you to Leo. And thank you to Zelda Phage. And thank you to everyone else who who responded, whether or not you left your name on it. Uh, again, we'd really like to do um, another one of these forms in the future. 
Uh, if any of you are listening to this podcast now, thank you again. Uh, we hope to uh, have you uh, follow us or or follow along for more surveys. Yes. Yes. Um, num- okay, thank you everyone so much for listening today. I hope you guys learned and hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. So let me tell you guys where you can follow us, the Gamer Agenda Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, the Gamer Agenda. Follow us on Twitter, Gamer Agenda Pod. That's Gamer Agenda Pod. Pod spelled P-O-D. We also have a Facebook page, the Gamer Agenda. Give us a like on Facebook. And we have an email. So feel free to contact us for any questions, ideas, or, you know, hey, maybe you want to guest star one day. Email us. It's thegameragenda at gmail.com. And just recently, we've been able to host our podcast all over the internet. The agenda is to take over the world. Yes. <laughs> you can listen to us. Get ready. On Spotify, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Amazon Music, Anchor, Stitcher, Deezer, CastBox, Pandora, Radio Public, Podcast Addict, Podcast, Pocket Cast, Chartable, Listen Notes, wherever it's most convenient, convenient for you, you'll be able to download and listen to our podcasts. So please, please check us out wherever you are. And hey, wherever you're listening to us on, please give us a five-star rating. It helps us grow. It helps get the word out there, right? That's right. And then for me, I am Spider Star You. And if you enjoy, if you enjoyed listening to me, you can follow me on Twitter. It's Spider Star You. YouTube, Spider Star You. You might be listening to this on YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube, hey, drop a like. And then also I have a PayPal. If you want to, you know, give me a dollar. Why not? It's paypal.me dot, paypal slash Michael William Chavez. And just go ahead and give me a dollar. Why not? And if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Dreadians on there. That's D-R-E-A-D-I-A-N-Z. Z, because I'm a cool, edgy girl. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Dreadians. Uh, you can... You can uh, drop me uh, some money on Co- on Kofi at Dreadians again. Um, yeah, if you want to just uh, check out my art and listen to my dumb, stupid ramblings, you can follow me there. Nice. So that's been our podcast. Our, we hope you guys have enjoyed. We hope you have learned. And like Dreadians has said, we will do more of these forms in the future. Um, to get you know to get more perspectives and to hear different responses because you know we've enjoyed it. Look, unfortunately, we were not able to get a bisexual guest here today, but just hearing everyone comment and everyone talk about their experiences, all the bisexual people who did the form and stuff, we appreciate that so much because we were able to share your you know your truths and we were able to share it on the podcast and that's something that's so beautiful and it's so great. So again, thank you so much everyone for sending in. We will do more of those forms in the future. And that's it. That's been the Gamer Agenda Podcast. Thank you everyone so much for listening and take care. Keep it easy. Stay sleazy. Bye. Bye.